Hello and welcome to another talk here. Um, this this tune, this tune, next tune we're going to work on here is um, one that was re requested by one of our members. Um, it's called Atras de Porta, which I think means across the door or behind the door or something like that. So we're going to do a little playing. To start us out and uh, This tune is really new for me, so I'm going to be reading reading on this one today. Um, I don't think I will play the melody, um, but uh, I'll kind of do some improvisation over it. Um, we'll do some analysis. Um, so we'll just kind of go along, I think, one, one pass through the overall scheme of things. Uh, I, I am going to include the intro um, in this. So, uh, so hopefully everything sounds pretty good here. Sorry, I had the had the mic uh, muted there for a second. So um, let me just mark that in. So uh, sounded like it worked out pretty pretty well. So I just kind of like barely had um, got all this uh, backing tracks in. I wrote out this lead sheet. I started the lead sheet I think uh, next, last Thursday or Friday, and um, didn't have a chance to 
work on it again until this morning. So, uh, but, um, um, and then kind of putting this rhythm track together. So hopefully gives you an idea a little bit of the, of the tune. I'm, I'm not playing it in the, uh, key that we're going to be talking about it. And I'm going to stick with, um, the Ellis, uh, Regina key. So, um, so we'll talk about, talk about that particular one and we'll do a bit of analysis. So let me, uh, pull all that up. And we'll begin with this one, which uh, should be B minor. Um, but we're going to start on start on e, e minor, the E minor chord, which would be the four chord. All right, real interesting tune and uh, a lot of fun to play on. Yeah, so uh, let's get started with it. Uh, so just go over a few things that we want to do initially always is uh, um, think about our tonal center um, which we kind of talked a little bit about just now um, so think about the key signature and also um, think about um, um, the functions and everything so that's kind of what we're aiming for and then the the form now the I was listening to several recordings of this. There's there's a good amount of material out there, but um, not a, a lot of artists. But um, so we have our composer, uh, and I'm really gonna I'm really gonna uh, say this name wrong. I'm sure, but uh, Chico Barque. Um, and uh, Ellis Regina, and, um, and I was checking out the trumpet trumpet by I think David Lynch. Um, sounded really good. Um, so I was listening to several recordings. This is usually my process as well. Um, on any time I'm transcribing a tune or writing a tune, or um, anything like that, I um, I usually listen to. Um, as many recordings as I can find within reason. Um, but um, I like to have like you know, five or six and then um, if possible. And then uh, I pick my favorites. And then oftentimes what I do is I pick my favorite elements. So um, in a later video, we'll go over the Ellis uh, Regina, a more specific soul um, chord changes are are going to be a little bit different, but I wanted to create this as a as a baseline chord change um, based on what I heard um, Chico playing, or in his group anyway, um, his recording. All right, so we have two sharps here. All right, so let's scan through. Um, it's a little bit, you know, I want to um, point out here that if I've got a repeat sign here um, on the David Lynch, they they always repeated back to this uh, measure, what, measure nine. Um, but, you know, I my instinct told me that, you know, this measure, what, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 might, 
also be a possibility. So I'm going to put a question mark on that. Again, this tune's pretty new to me. Okay, so a little question on that. And um, let's scan through. So I've got this. Um, starting on B, we have this. Uh, let's see how many bars that is. That's 16. Doing it back as 20 bars. And then looks like another 20 measures. Uh, so that's, I would say, kind of the bulk of the form. And then kind of embedded within that is, is kind of an A. A B form, or uh, yeah, A B A C, but uh, I've just got these labeled as um, A B C, just sort of the larger sections. Right, so we have an intro. We start on the four chord, okay, and then we go to. So let's say we have a E minor. Now, E minor over D. Basically, I have the same chord, but a different arrangement of the notes. And um, what's important about that is the uh, the D note there on bottom. So I'm playing here third inversion chord. And we get the C sharp minor. 7 flat 5 forms a 2 chord. Okay. And then the F sharp 7 uh, with a flat 9, which you could build that into it as well. Okay. Now this technically you've got a um, a five minor going to a one and then the four, but you might um, recognize that this next part is really kind of a two, five, one in E minor. Okay, so that F sharp seven becomes the F sharp minor seven flat five. And then we get the uh, uh, B seven flat nine going over to E minor. You might play E minor nine. Now, um, on the Ellis Regina um, recording, the vocals, when the vocals start, actually it starts, I think, E minor 7 over, over D. Like I said, we'll try to get into more detail with, with some of that, but um, that's just a little detail there that I do happen to recall. So, uh, so you have a four chord. Okay, and then we have a two, five, and this time we're going to the one minor. Okay, we get a flat, 
6 going to a 5. C minor 7 flat 5 to B to, sorry, to F sharp 7. I'm going to the B minor, B minor 7 over A, going to the G7, into the F sharp 7. Okay, and then we're landing again on the B minor. And we get a B7. So in the uh, Chico recording I was listening to, they play simply go from this minor chord and then they play the same chord as a dominant seven with a flat nine. Now on the Ellis Regina uh, recording, um, I believe she plays an F9. So that's just a little bit of a detail, but you can think about those tritone um, substitutions. So that, that would have been a tritone substitution that she may have um, chosen to use. But we have a five of the four chord. Then we get to the four chord. Continue on with the four chord. All right, and then we have um, well, we have the six chord, not the, uh, um, it's kind of like a two five in F sharp minor. Uh, so this is gonna be a two dominant. Okay, and then we get the uh, two half diminished to five. And then that two half diminished chord, I wrote that over the, the G. Okay, so that, um, something like this okay and then move into the F sharp set okay so B minor can play F9 it's a little more dramatic you can play F minor 9 you can put the F minor 9 over the D okay and then we get the um, G sharp, half diminished, C sharp seven, flat nine, and then um, so that let's let's check that out. Uh, that yeah, let's see this is seven. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I think that's right. Just double checking the work. So I've got this, this, okay, and then we go into uh, oh, sorry, here we go. That's better. Okay. G uh C sharp minor seven flat five over the G to the F sharp seven. Here's where things start to um, move a little bit for us um, um, into some, it's kind of 
different moods, different um, tonalities. So we have uh, G major, which would again be the flat six. Okay, and then we get a two, five. It's a pretty dramatic moment. And then we get the two, five, two, one major. And then we get the four major. Okay. So we have this C, uh, oops, I'm thinking of the other key there for a minute, but I have this G major seven. Okay, and then we play. seven there or uh, I've got it marked as, as B6. Okay. Um, anyway, I wanted to point out some of the melody because it's just an important it's an important moment. Um, okay, and then we get A sharp minor seven five five. So we get this two five going to G sharp minor. So let's write that in G sharp. Maybe I'll use a different color. I'll, I'll write it in this, this key anyway first. Okay, so we get seven, three, six, two, and then a two minor going to five. So let's explore that a little bit. All right, so here we have a couple of little moments where here we play the G minor. We have a two, five, one, and that key. Um, and then we have this other functionality where this really kind of becomes a two and F sharp. Um, let's say F sharp there, and then two, five, okay. And then, of course, we're back to a 2 5 in our key. So, a few 2 5s there. So, we get the B major to the E to the A sharp minor 7 flat 5 to the D sharp 7 flat 9 to the G minor to the C sharp and then the C sharp minor 7 flat 5 over G to F sharp. So we really start out uh, a similar way here. So we have the uh, one chord. <clears throat> now this the one chord becomes major. It's also it's dominant seven. So we'll call that five of four. Okay, the four chord. Okay, and then we've got uh, the six, two, and then minor two, and then five. Okay, and then we get this shift here. 
to the flat six major. We get two, five. Okay, so here kind of similar. Um, we have the one, and we're kind of cycling through with the two, five. It's a pretty well established progression. Um, this is just kind of a bass note. Uh, there's there are some variations on this too, but um, okay. Just moving through there. All right, we'll just do a little more playing on this. Um, play around with this. Um, let's try it maybe a slightly different tempo here and uh, play through uh, this chord progression for you here last time. so much for checking this out hope you enjoyed it and um we'll do um do some more things with this tune and uh and the uh, days of wine and roses as this week progresses um have a great practice session today um i hope you're getting a good amount of practice every day and um i will see you all in the next one